Hey, everybody, it's Nearby from SerialAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNearby on Twitter, at IamNearby on Instagram, NearbyDo on Twitch. I'm also Nearby with a horny pigeon on my balcony, because you will not shut up for the past several, feels like years, but it's been a couple weeks, just, ooh, 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 it's like, go friggin' orgy somewhere else, damn it. Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. It's also hot, man. Ugh. For those who've all, there's people out there who just don't know Canada. They just assume it's always cold. No, here in Canada, we experience all seasons. Winter, spring, summer, fall. All of them. And it gets freaking hot and humid in freaking summer. It's not even officially summer. Damn it. Shut up, pigeon. You might hear hoo, hoo, hoo in the background of this episode of Bayside Buddy episode 39. Don't blame me. Blame the horny pigeon. All right. It's time for Best Bayside Buddy episode 39. As we get down to the nitty-gritty, Bayside Buddy's almost done. There's only three more episodes after this. There's a clip show episode, which we're not going to check out, because what's the point? <sighs> yep. Anyway, today we're going to be checking out Saved by the Bell Season 4, Episodes 18 and 19. Starting with Episode 18, entitled The Video Yearbook. Air date November 7th, 1992. We start in the max, and Zach is trying to figure out a way to get money for a new car. Well, I don't know what's wrong with his old one, but he's a typical teenage dude. He he, he was carrying around a, a car magazine with, with these expensive-as-anything cars in them. I've seen young teenage boys, teenage, yeah, boy, males, whatever you want to call them, yeah, pronouns, uh, whatever, carrying around those car mag. I remember even one day, as I already segue, I was on the bus home from work, and the schools had just gotten out, the high schools, and we got to a stop where one of the high schools are, and a bunch of high school kids got on. And there was one high school high school guy, and he was he had one of those car magazines with these expensive cars like Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and he's telling his friends, "I'm gonna get this car." And in my head, I was laughing my ass off. I was like, "Really, really? You know who mostly you know you know who you mostly see driving those cars around? Old dudes, <laughs> dudes in their friggin' 40s and 50s with their hair almost gone." Or rich people. Alright? You're riding a bus to school. You're neither old nor rich. <laughs> anyway, Zach has one of these magazines. He's trying to figure out a way to get a new car. While Jesse's freaking out about the video year... Or the... Sorry. Spoiler alert. About, she's freaking out about the yearbook. Because the previous year's yearbook was awful. Slater checks out a copy of last year's yearbook to check, and he, to check out the babes. As he called it. Or them. And Jesse got offended, of course. And Slater says that yearbook pictures don't show the whole body anyway. Which made me think about modern day social media and dating sites. You know what I mean? I'm sure it happens to, to, to women too on the date. I'll just talk specifically about dating sites. First of all, dudes, stay off the dating sites. Secondly, <sighs> there's been, on the very rare occasions when I was, well, when I was doing the dating site stuff and being stupid, on the very rare occasion when a woman would agree or would first message me back and agree to like meet, there was a one or two times where, yeah, she showed up and yeah, so that's why your 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 dating site pictures are only from the, the neck up or from the top down cleavage shots. I see. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Everybody does it, including males, okay? I do it. When I take selfies, I have the camera up high above my head and pointing down to cover my double chin, all right? So I'm not saying it's just a female thing. So anyway, after everybody's freaking out 
at the max, we then go to Belding's office, and he wants ideas for the yearbook. And uh, there's some random students in there, including a cringy surfer girl. I say cringy because her her, her acting is terrible. And she's there looking. Listen, she's there listening to a book on tape. Another example of how this show is like a, was ahead of, ahead of its time. Books on tape. I mostly listen to podcasts now, and I have some books on tape. I'm a, I'm a podcast guy. I mainly listen to music when I do my workouts and sometimes on my way home from work. But yeah, so she's listening to the book on tape, and uh, then Zach then suggests a video yearbook, and he offers to be in charge of it. And I was reminded of my last year of high school at Aurora High School in Ontario, where the students in charge, you see, they also did a video yearbook. And I bought one one year, uh, which was my second year, I think it was. No, it was my first year. And it was like 15 bucks, and it was fine. It was all right. It was just a bunch of clips with music and teachers and random students. But my final year of high school at Aurora High, the students that they put in charge to do the video yearbook, they were so lazy and so half-assed. That they never got it out in time to make copies of it, so no, they ended up not selling it. But they did make a video, which they sh- a video yearbook, if you want to call it that, which they showed on the big screen in the cafeteria. All it was, it was shots. Ninety percent of it was shots of the students in charge of the video yearbook and their friends. It was re- it was no, it wasn't so much a video yearbook of the school as it was a video yearbook. Of us and our friends. It was ridiculous. God. Terrible. But Aurora High School was awesome. Anyway, we then go to Zach and Screech filming for the video yearbook. Ready? This is your video profile for the yearbook. Hey, I was born ready, Preppy. Come on. Right. Lights. Action. Looks like he was born camera shy. Figures. What's your name? Uh, my name? My name is A.C. Slater. I bet it feels good to be captain of the football team. Oh, I bet it does. (laughs) Is there any message you'd like to leave the graduating class? Goodbye. (laughs) Cut. I think we got enough. Yeah. Preppy, I was a little nervous, could you tell? You? Nervous? Nah. Uh, I just sent in the next victim, all right? I love it, man. Slater was awesome here. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and I love how it's like they hearkened back to the uh, the episode where they had their radio station and Slater wanted to be the sports guy and he was terrible. So I like that they kind of hearkened back to Slater's little stage fright thing. Anyway, next up is Kelly. Hi, Zach. I'm so proud of you. This video yearbook is so excellent. Well, thanks, Kelly. Now just stand by the backdrop and we'll shoot your profile. Go for it. Hi, I'm Kelly Kapowski, and I am proud to be the captain of the girls' volleyball team, softball team, and swim team. I'm also head cheerleader. B-A-Y-S-I-D-E. Go Bayside! <laughs> now, who do you love? I love you. Pet, Perfect. Oh, yeah, who doesn't love Kelly Kapowski, man? So, so awesome. I love you. (laughs) And the next up is Lisa. Me next. Ah, you do this one, Screech. I gotta figure out how to get a car. No problemo. Lisa, dollface, go be beautiful by the scenery. 
stand over there. That backdrop clashes with my outfit. Kill the attitude, sweetie. Hello, my name is Lisa Turtle. I'm the founder of the fashion team and the shopping squad. My hobbies include dating, guys, and dating guys. And cut. How was I? Delightfully shallow. And you're delightfully dorky. And there you have it. Lisa was awesome here. Just dating guys and dating guys. <laughs> uh, so Lisa leaves after dating guys and dating guys. And Zach is still wondering how to get money for his car from his expensive car magazine. Not that the magazine was expensive, but the cars in it were. Screech then tells Zach, as the horny pigeon got scared away, I guess my cat scared it away. Screech tells Zach that he bets every guy will want to date Lisa after they see the tape. And then Zach gets an idea to turn the project into a video dating tape and sell the tapes to lonely guys. To which Screech replies, Why would we want lonely guys? Why would we want lonely guys to date us? Zach corrects him and calls him a simp, a word that is pretty popular in today's culture and has been for the last few years. For the people who don't know what a simp is, it's basically a a guy who allows women to just walk all over him and treat him like trash, and he's just basically like, thank you, can I have some more? So anyway, we then go to later on as Zach and Screech are watching their tape at Zach's house. Zach then tells Screech to edit the tape so that only the prettiest girls are on it and to put their phone numbers on the screen and then they're going to sell the tapes at every high school around and I was thinking yep this is going to go well (laughs) and we then go to the next day or two as Zach and Screech are selling the videos for $20 a piece at Bayside in the halls as a bunch of desperate dudes are buying them And there's signs all around with girls, girls, girls posted all over them. (sighs) Zach says that he'll have enough money or he'll have the money once they sell the tapes at Woodland High, Union High, Grant High, and St. Murray's Reform School for Boys. So Valley doesn't get in on it. But come on, man. I I know you have to suspend disbelief with this show sometimes, but you shouldn't have to kill it. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I mean, right in the halls, they were a Bayside. They were selling this. No teachers walking, but whatever. Anyway, we got a commercial after which a bunch of Bayside girls discuss amongst themselves how they suddenly got a bunch of calls from guys over the weekend. And Zach celebrates off to the side as Screech says that he feels slime bally because Screech is a good dude. And we then go back to the max where guess who's back waitering. None other than Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf is back waiter, doing doing the waiter gig. So I'm thinking this episode was probably originally set for season three. I mean, the episode we're going to check out after this was definitely not. Well, you'll get we'll get there. It's it's an early one that they decided to air late. So anyway, meanwhile, despite Scott Wolf, Slater is not happy with Jesse because he tried calling her all night the night before and her line was busy. And Jesse said she was getting calls from a bunch of strangers wanting to date her, and she seemed happy about it. <laughs> I mean, come on, this wouldn't this wouldn't even have flown then, especially with Pris, Prissy Jesse. I mean, Jesse said she got fifteen to twenty calls, 
and that she can talk. She tells Slater that she can talk to whoever she wants. <laughs> and I was thinking, come on, man. Would she be cool if this was happening to Slater? I mean, so, I mean, disbelief was not only killed for this episode, it was, it was hashtag canceled. <laughs> I mean, if disbelief was a statue in the southern United States, it would have been torn down and not even put in a museum for this episode. I mean, come on. Anyway, Zach, it's still a good episode. There's some good bits, but you, you've really got to suspend everything. You've got to enter like a dream. You know when you dream, anything can happen? It's just the craziest stuff happens. That's where this episode should exist, in a dream. It's just like, come on now. Anyway, Zach and Screech show up, and uh, they have a video camera with them at the Max. The Max. Where Bayside's elite have good times and bad burgers. <laughs> Why? There's the captain of the football team and student body president having a romantic lunch. Shut up! Oh gosh, what a surprise, Screech. They're fighting as usual. This jealous jughead thinks he owns me. No, I don't. I just don't want you going out with 50 guys, okay? I am not going out with them. I don't even know them. They just called. Right. Excuse us. Did you put Jesse on the dating video? Well, yeah, I mean, she is a girl. Well, who else did you put on it? So, Friday I have a date with Wayne, and then Saturday I have a date with Garth, but that's only because he begged me. And then Sunday I have a day date and a night date with guys from schools I've never even heard of. Tell me you didn't. You know, me too. I got so many phone calls last night, I had to unplug my phone. Did you know there's a St. Murray's Reform School? You're dead. Hi, Zach. How's the yearbook coming along? Oh, yeah, Zach. Mr. Belding's been pressuring me to see it. Uh, it's going great. We're almost finished. As a matter of fact, we've got to go work on it right now. Well, I thought it was dead. Move it now. Ow, 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 Yeah, they just called Jesse? I don't know them. They just called and, and, and you talked to them all night? At least Kelly unplugged her phone. I mean, you always hear about how people who act the most noble are the biggest bullshitters. And Jesse proved that theory right in this episode. I mean, I, I don't... I'm one of those people who don't fall for this, this over-nobility that you see, especially on the internet world. All these people who are apparently better than everybody else. I don't fall for any of it. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, we then go back to Bayside as Zach is still ticked off with Screech. He tells Screech to show him the tape. And Screech asks, which one, the yearbook tape or the dating tape? And Zach says, the dating tape. Hi, I'm Kelly Kapowski, and I am proud to be your date tonight or any night. Don't be afraid to call just because she's the head cheerleader. 555-4314. Call Kelly. Kelly wants you to call today because... I love you. I love Screech's voiceovers here. <laughs> How they just dubbed over some of... Uh, <laughs> uh, some of Kelly's speech and... Uh, was great. Anyway, then the rest of the gang arrive and they want to see the tape as well. And Zach says, fine, and he reaches to grab the tape, and he ends up fumbling it onto the floor along with, an, with, with another tape, which, could that one be the yearbook tape? And dating tape got mixed together here? And Slater, Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse are about to watch the dating tape? Dun, dun, dun! 
Anyway, Zack and Screech are then in the hallways where they run, when they run into Belding, who wants to see the yearbook video, and Zack tells him that the rest of the group are watching it in the, uh, we'll just call it the, the video editing classroom, and Belding heads off to watch. And with them twirly wipe to Belding and company watching the tape. Bayside and a student body president, I'm very excited about going on a date with you when she's just a phone call away. They call her legs, and you can too. I have seen enough. Well, I haven't. I want to see mine again. I look great. Lisa, Zach Morris has exploited you and every girl at Bayside. That's wrong. But I got a lot of dates. You know what? He probably made a fortune selling these videos all over town. You mean he's making money off of me? Now that's wrong. Let's kill him. Yeah, let's tear him into little pieces. And then let's take those little pieces and expel them. Right. <laughs> Wait a second. Aren't you coming? I mean, you should be madder than all of us. Oh, I'm furious. But killing Zach isn't the answer. He'll just do it again. Oh, and I suppose you have a better idea? Listen, guys, you don't date Zach Morris without learning a few tricks. Let's teach him a lesson you won't forget. Again, Screech's voiceover work here Awesome, loved it, I laughed Legit, I legit LOL'd I'm not one of those people who will Go on social media Type LOL in response to somebody's Tweet or status update And not really LOL Okay, I don't type LOL if I'm not really LOLing Okay, I don't humor people Alright, just saying Anyway, and who doesn't love Kelly? Overall, good girl, but willing to play dirty was awesome. And we got a commercial break after which Zack and Screech are in the boys' locker room. As Zack is trying to figure out a way to get guys to stop calling Kelly, Slater then arrives, and he's not happy. He tells Zack that somebody gave out Jesse's number, and that's why she's been getting the calls. And then Slater then pretty much says that when he finds the guy, he's going to suspend his disbelief (laughs) and beat his ass. And Slater was just doing air punches and and uh, uh, when he said he's going to pull out the nose hair, Screech was in the background imagining, pretend, basically acting like it was happening to him. It was good. Screech was also awesome here. Slater leaves and Zack and Screech start to worry some more and we then go to later on as Lisa and Jesse wait for Zack to appear. I wonder how much money Zack is making off of us. Oh, well, you can bet it's enough to buy a car. Oh, yeah? Well, you can bet he'll be driving me to school for the rest of his life. (laughs) Hi, girls. How you doing? Don't ask. Terrible. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong. Whoever gave out our phone numbers, it's completely messing up our lives. Well, I thought you were happy because you got so many dates. Well, I was, but I got so many calls, my father took away my phones. I'm sorry, Lisa. Well, Jesse, are you still getting calls, too? No, they've stopped. Well, then is everything okay with Slater? No, he dumped me. He's gone berserk. He's beating up every guy he thinks likes me. Hey. What happened to you guys? Slater thought we were hitting on Jesse, so he starts to hit on us. And I have incredible pain, too. I love this, man. Even Belding's in on this, this whole thing. I mean, what Zach did, like that could, you can go to the cops with that. But Belding's, Belding's fine with it. As I said, suspend, murder, burn, totally wipe from history disbelief in this episode. 
So the bell then rings to end the period and suddenly the students start to enter the halls and we see a bunch of guy students appear as if they've been beaten up as some are on crutches. One even has a big leg cast. <laughs> Belden then comes on over the PA and he wants to, he, he wants to see Zach right away. Come in. You wanted to see me, sir? Yes, Zach. The school board wants to see a copy of the yearbook tonight, so I'll need a finished copy by 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock? But, sir... <laughs> sir, what happened to your eye? Oh, I had an unfortunate incident with Slater this morning. The boy is out of control. Yes? Mr. Belding, Kelly Kapowski and Vince Montana are here. Send them in. This will just take a second, Zach. What do you want? <laughs> Kelly, what are you doing? <laughs> the same thing she was doing in class. They have been caught making out all over school. And he doesn't even go here. <laughs> Kelly, I thought you were my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I meant to talk to you about that. This is Vince, one of the guys who called me. You've been replaced. <laughs> Who's a dweeb? Just some old mistake. I don't believe it. Hey, get your hands off her. There you are, Zach. I've been looking all over for I... you. You time out. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. I just meant to get a car. If I don't find a way out of this, my life at Bayside is over. Time in. This was another great bit. I love when Belding turns around, his eyes black, because Slater kicked his ass. And then Slater just, damn, nailing Belding good. Obviously a fake, but still looked good here. Very good looking, as they call in wrestling, a worked punch by Slater here on Belding. And Belding took it great. He took, the, he took a great bump. And that was the, fir- and that was the first time, time out that we've seen in a while. For quite some time, but I don't think we've seen one since season three, and even longer as we we haven't had a dream sequence. It's been forever, well until next episode, but that takes place very early. But anyway, we then go on to later on in the film classroom where everyone is gathered at the request of Zach, but Zach is not there. Everyone wonders where he is, and Slater doesn't think Zach will be around for a while after the office deal. Then Zach arrives, and he's dressed as a girl with a dress and a wig. As the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! Screech then arrives with a tape that he found in his locker that says to play for everybody. Screech plays the tape, and it's Zach. And he introduces himself as the sole member of the slime ball team. Well, it took you long enough. Four seasons. Maybe even if you go back to Miss Bliss's class. Bloody hell. And he apologizes for the dating tape. Slater then notices Zack in the dress and subtly points him out to Belding as everyone else quickly catches on that Zack is there. In the video, Zack says he's finished the video yearbook and Screech gives copies to Belding and Jesse. Zack then says that he used the money he made from the dating tapes to buy copies of the video yearbook for everyone in school. Zack apologizes again, says they'll never have to see him again. As he's off to military school and he does a little salute. The video then ends and everybody pretends to celebrate Zach being gone forever. 
Zack hears this. He removes his wig and stands on a desk and he freaks out on everybody. They all point at him and yell, gotcha. And we get the credits on a very, very absolute must-suspend-disbelief episode of Saved by the Bell. Still a good one. As I said, I I like Screech's voiceover stuff. It was funny. (laughs) But still, uh, wow. This Not only would this not have flown today, it wouldn't have flown back then in 30 years ago. Just saying. And we now move on to Season 4, Episode 19, entitled Screech's Birthday, air date November 14th, 1992. And we start with the alternate singer intro. The one that goes, When I wake up in the morning, yeah, that one. And in the opening credits, uh, all the characters look a lot younger, and it even has Max from the Max in the credits. So we're going back in time here. And it looked like we went back to probably even freshman year with how young everybody looked and sounded. And we start at Screech's house as Zack arrives, and Kevin the Robot invites Zack in. It was good to see Kevin again. And so it really, I think it had to have been freshman year where we saw Kevin, right? Didn't we first see Kevin when, uh, we first saw Kevin when Screech was tutoring Kelly, I think? That was pretty early, so I'm pretty sure this is freshman year, and they waited till season four to air this. Like, why? I mean, why did they have a problem airing a Screech episode? Just wondering. Anyway, Kevin the Robot tells Zack that Screech is shaving. And Screech appears, and he asks Kevin where the aftershave is. And Kevin wonders, or maybe it was Zack, one of them wonder why Screech cares, and they, they make fun of Screech, who they claim is shaving with, with a razorless blade, a razorless, bladeless razor. Zack asks Screech what he's doing, and Screech replies that he's growing up before his very eyes, and nobody notices the elderly. Screech then heads back to the bathroom to finish being a man. <laughs> Meaning his shaving, not, you know, having fun with himself. As Kevin tells... Sorry, I had to go there. Kevin tells Zack, Screech's supposed best friend, that yesterday was Screech's birthday, and everyone forgot. Even Zack. Screech returns, and Zack wishes him happy birthday, but Screech has right back at Zack. Now, I'm sure Screech's family remembered, but his friends didn't. Which is not cool, especially for you, Zack, his supposed best friend. And I still wonder... I like this episode. I mean, were there only enough room for so many episodes in season one that they had to eliminate one and air it later, and they chose this one? This was a good one. I don't. They're probably. I don't know. Anyway, we then go to Bayside, where Lisa uses a is using a Southern accent to ask Slater for help opening her locker. Slater bangs on the locker door and it opens, and Lisa says that she's trying out for a part. Or for the part of a Southern Belle in the Drama Festival. Jesse says that she's also trying out for the festival as Joan of Arc. And Kelly's trying out as a character from My Fair Lady. And she's speaking like a Southern, a real heart. No, no, not, not that was Lisa. Kelly's speaking like a, a uh, well, a Southern style English, as in London, England type person. Like a Cockney accent. Suddenly, uh, this big dude appears and he's got a... Hall monitor ban on his arm. No loitering in the halls. Says who? Says me. I'm the hall monitor. Huh? You scare my hair, skinny. <laughs> they all sing a different tune when I throw you in detention. I don't know a different tune. I had a hard enough time learning that one, love. <laughs> Some sick chick. 
Okay, first of all, this dude looks too old to be in high school. Second of all, I never went to a school that had a hall monitor. And why would any kid want that job? You'd just, you would just come off as a rat. I, I don't get it. I mean, maybe, maybe young. There are some, when you're younger, you're more inclined to kiss the teacher's ass. For, like, I've heard parents say that their kids act better with their teacher at school than they do at home. Like, they're more behaved. So, like, kids would rather behave well with their teachers than their parents. So maybe young kids would want to be hall monitor, but why would you have young kids being hall monitors? Who's going to pay attention to them? Anyway, we then twirly wipe to later on as the group minus Screech are at the max. And they're trying to come up with a way to make it up to Screech. And Zack has an idea to throw Screech a daring party in Belding's office during 6th period. And they wonder how they're going to get Belding out of his office. And Zack says that Lisa Kelly and Jesse can use their acting skills. Zack then calls Max over. And it was good to see Max the Magician again. Zack asks Max if he can make a cake for Screech's birthday. And Max does a magic trick where he makes a cake appear out of a fake book. Slater then wonders how they're going to pull the party off with Neil the Rat Hall Monitor roaming the halls. And Zack says that they'll have to eliminate him. We then go back to Bayside where Zack and Slater are forming a plan and putting it into action to take care of Neil. And they also have the help of Lisa, Jesse, and Kelly. Slater, all we gotta do is record Neil's voice on this tape recorder and he's Hall Monitor history. All right. Go. Slow down, idiot. What did you say? Slow down, dummy. Thanks. Oh, you guys don't stand a chance. I'm gonna win that drama festival. Oh, no way. My Joan of Arc will light up the stage. <laughs> Only if they burn you at the stake. Oh, oh listen, 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 Hey, girls. Shut up and move it. You can't talk to us like that. Yeah, you're just a jerk with a badge. Look, I've had enough of your lip. And we have all we need of yours. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Neil, can I ask you a question? Hurry up, I don't have all day. Now, you can tell me the truth. What do you really think of me? You're a creep. (laughs) I was hoping you'd say that. Ah, uh, yes, the old audio cassette recorders. And I've, I've heard, and I've actually seen, but I've heard that audio cassettes are making a tiny little comeback. Some uh, musical artists are offering, as like a collectible, their latest albums or songs on uh, the old audio cassettes. Remember those things, man? And those, those Walkmans that would just destroy your battery power. And they didn't even have rechargeable batteries back then. Oh, my God. We then go to later on for Mr. Dewey's algebra, crap, algebra class. Yeah, Dewey's back. And Neil the Hall Rat arrives and reports to Dewey that he sent a bunch of kids to detention today. And Dewey replies that detention is getting crowded. And I was wondering, why is he informing Dewey? Shouldn't he be informing Belding? But all right. Class then begins, and Zach continues his master plan. Fasten your seatbelts. We're about to blast off into the magic kingdom of algebra. Mr. Dewey, would you explain the quadratic equation on page 58? Why not? It'll kill some time before the bell rings. Hurry up, I don't have all day. 
Relax, Neil. Some of us learn faster than others. Mr. Dewey. Where was I? Shut up and move it. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing, Mr. Dewey, honest. Neil, don't mess with the do man. <laughs> Look, I've had enough of your lip. Say what? You're a creep. <laughs> I'm so mad I could spit nails. Well, Mr. Dewey, I didn't say anything. Hey, Neil, we all heard your voice. What? The only butt I want to see is yours in detention. You won't be needing this anymore. Out. <laughs> Mr. Dewey, I think the next hall monitor should be someone who's fair, decent, and honest. Someone we really care about. I'm a teacher. I can't be hall monitor. He means Screech, sir. Screech? Mr. Dewey, I'd like to officially place Screech's name in nomination. Yeah. Screech! 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 Again, I love this too, man. I legit LOL'd the Do-Man. <laughs> Dewey was great, man. I don't think there was ever an episode where Dewey and um, Tuttle appeared in the same episode. That would, that would have been just awesome. And we got a commercial break after which Screech begins his first day as hall monitor. And he gives Zack a permanent hall pass as a thank you and an early birthday present. The bell rings and Screech immediately is having trouble maintaining order in the hall. Slater arrives to inform Zack that everything is set for Screech's party as far as controlling the halls. And now they just need Lisa, Jesse, and Kelly to get Belding out of his office. And we then twirly wipe to the ladies beginning their part of the plan. Hello, Belding speaking. Oh, Mr. Belding, you're like sunshine on a rainy day. I'm in desperate need of a favor. Okay, but who is this? I'm one of your students, just a poor little old magnolia who's lost at the mall. Now, 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 just stay calm and tell me your name. Um, why speak of names, mon ami, when we can speak of amour? Who is this? If you don't tell me who you are, I can't help you. Me old man told me never to give me name to a stranger over the phone. Now who's on the line? Is this some kind of a prank? Sir, I would never prank Yankee. I'm a split personality, and my other two personalities are holding me against my will at the mall. I am not. I believe you, but I need your name so I can help you. Um, you may call me Babette. And you can call me Betty Joe, Bobby Sue, Ann. Betty Joe, Bobby Sue, Ann. The name's Eliza, love. All right, all right, all right, look. I know, I'll look for you in front of the corn dog stand. Now stay put. All of you. I will. I will. I won't. Multiple personalities. I can't believe it. I have a sports car. I hope they'll all fit. Again, I love this too, man. Why did they not air this episode in, the, in when it should have aired? I mean, the timing of Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse was awesome here. Especially with Lisa. She was holding Zach's big brick phone. I assume it was Zach's. He's the only one who seemed to have a big brick phone at Bayside. And she was holding it, and she was pointing the it in, in pointing it pointing it at each girl when it was their turn to speak. So just the timing, the the what's the word? The choreography was excellent here. Well done. I noticed things like that being in the business, being in the uh, film industry. Anyway, Zach then calls the girls from school from the school pay phone to confirm that Belding is on his way out. And we then go to later on as Screech is still having trouble maintaining order in the halls. 
Dewey arrives and he gives Speech a little pep talk in order to inspire him. He tells Screech to find his inner hero like Dirty Harry. And then Screech then has a dream sequence, which was good to see. We're going out Saturday night. I'm not going out with you. Okay, forget Saturday. We're going out right now. Who's that? It's Robo Screech, hall monitor of the future. My hero. Well, three seconds to unhand her. Get lost. Two seconds. One second. Robo Screech, I love you. You have three seconds to kiss me. Two seconds. One second. Oh, Robo Screech. Hey. No kissing in the halls. Sirs who? Skirting. <laughs> Doofus, I turn braces. I want to be hall monitor again. I'm here to get my job back. Impossible. Oh, yeah? Draw. Job. <laughs> yeah baby robo screech man awesome robocop was huge i think this was 1992 so I, they were they were probably on robocop 3 by now definitely past two but yeah robocop was pretty big back in the day and robo screech was great and i missed the dream sequences man i don't know why they didn't do them in the season four episodes they did maybe one or two, but they were friggin' damn near like every episode back in the early seasons. And I, they were great, man. You have a lot of fun with them. I don't know why they didn't do them. They just cut them down. Anyway, we then go to later on in Belding's office as Zack and Slater are getting the preparations done. They've got a balloon blown up. Jesse arrives and says that they're running out of time. And she asks them when they're going to be done decorating. And Slater says that they're already have, they're, that they're done. As Slater and Zack show off the one balloon that they've blown up. <laughs> With a big smile on their faces. And we then go to even later on as Zack is panicking now. Because Jesse and the other girls have not returned. Slater tries to calm Zack down and he heads out to look for Jesse. And he runs into Screech in the hall. And he asks Screech if he's seen Jesse. And Screech says that he has in fact seen Jesse. And that she's in detention. Screech then asks Slater where his hall pass is. Slater doesn't have one. Screech then frisks Slater up against a locker. Calls in Kevin, his robot, who's his assistant hall monitor. To keep an eye on Slater, as Slater is now going to detention. As we go into commercial break, after which Lisa and Kelly arrive at Belding's office with more decorations. And they've also got the ice cream. Zach asks where Jesse and Slater are, and Lisa and Kelly don't know. So they head out to find them. Kelly and Lisa then agree to look in different places. So they both run up the stairs and Screech catches them. And he books them for speeding. <laughs> Kelly asks Screech if he's taking the hall monitor thing too seriously. And Screech says that some things are meant to be taken seriously. Like remembering a loved one's birthday. So Screech is so ticked that he's even sending his own crew to detention. Including the woman that he loves, man. I mean, wow. Lisa, the woman that he loves, then attempts to change Screech's tone by offering to go out on a date with him. 
and Screech books her for bribing an officer. <laughs> he then takes them to detention as Zack comes from building office and he sees what's happened. And we then go to detention where the classroom is literally filled and standing room only as uh, Dewey is uh, watching over detention. So I guess that's why a, a previous hall monitor boy, Neil, was uh, reporting to Dewey. Anyway, Lisa and Kelly wonder how they're going to get out of their situation. And Slater tells them to just watch. As he's going to try something as the boom mic made a very quick half second appearance at the top of the screen. I noticed those things. Mr. Dewey, I just remembered I left my gym locker open. You know, someone might take my wrestling jersey. Can I be excused? Wrestle topless. It'll drive them wild. <laughs> Mr. Dewey, I'm not feeling so well. Can some of my friends help me to the school nurse? She's homesick. I wish I were. Sit down. Mr. Dewey, we don't belong here. That's what they all say. Well, that's it. The party's over. This is Miss Johnson, Mr. Belton's secretary. Will the following students please report to the principal's office immediately? Miss Johnson? She must be new here. Here, so I'm gonna make these names right. Jesse Spano, AC Slater, Lisa Turtle, Ali Kapowski, and uh, Screech Powers. You heard her. Clear out. The rest of you can watch me practice my Taekwondo. This was great. I like how Kelly needed, quote, some of her friends to take her to the nurse. Uh, I've never understood that women going to the bathroom together thing, but uh, okay. Anyway, we then go to Belding's office where the rest of the group minus Screech arrive. Slater tells Zack that Belding's car was just seen pulling into the school and the, the, it's, the party's not going to happen. And Kelly is upset that now they don't have time for the party, but Zack disagrees. We just saw Belding's car pulling into the parking lot. After all this, we don't even have time for a party. Right. Yes, we do. Just not a long one. <laughs> All right, where's Mr. Belding? Look, Screech, we're sorry we forgot about your birthday. And we're even sorrier we made you hall monitor. <laughs> but you're still our friends, so... Surprise! Happy, Happy birthday! All right, Screech. birthday party after I put you all in detention? Well, Screech, we love you. If I had the right circuits, I'd cry. <laughs> Sorry I let being hall monitor go to my head. You guys are the best friends a guy could ever... Shut up, Screech. There's no time. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Screech. Happy birthday to you. Quick, make a wish. There aren't any candles. That's right. Then don't make a wish. Ooh, that cake looks delicious. Oh, it is. Trust us. Yes. 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 All right, Screech, this is from me. Ooh, I wonder what it is. It's a chemistry set. A sweater, a pair of sunglasses. A calculator. A compass for when I tell you to get lost. <laughs> I bet they were beautiful. Okay, that's it. Let's clean up. Let's... <laughs> 
what to say. Well, good. We don't have time to hear it. <laughs> I tell you, if only people would sing happy birthday that quickly on my birthday, if at all. I'm not a fan of of having happy birthday sung to me. Not a fan at all. Anyway, then we got the credits on a great episode. I like this episode. Why they decided to... I'm sure there was probably a, 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 a too many episodes in season one reason that they just ended up moving it here. So, whatever. Anyway... That was Bayside Buddy episode 39. Join me next week as we celebrate the 40th anniversary, 40 years of Bayside Buddy with episode 40, where we will be checking out season 4, episodes 20 and 21, entitled Snow White and the Seven Dorks, in which Zach completes the Grand Slam. Alright, anybody who knows this episode knows what I'm talking about. And also, episode 21, entitled Earthquake, which from what I remember is a pretty good one. Involving Belding's pregnant wife and Zach locked in an elevator. Anyway, join us then for that for the, those the, the, yeah there for for forty years. Serialandgrapeshoots.com at I am Nairby on Twitter and Instagram. Nairby do on Twitch. <sighs> As we come down to the nitty gritty, and uh, yeah, and it's okay to suspend disbelief. Just don't do it to the point where maybe you'll end up dead or hurting somebody. Just saying. That's that's the the inspirational message for the week. See you for episode 40. Uh.